Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, that was very, very annoying, wasn't it? That was an incredibly annoying result. Um, what? Where to start on that? Where to start? Um, I mean, look, obviously... No Poro, no a doggy. That's probably where to start. Lacking a lot of that in, incisive play, lacking a lot of the kind of cut, a lot of the thrust that we normally have. Um, felt a bit all over the shop. I don't really want to front load with this, but here I am. I'm 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 there now. Um, I think Angie's Angie's subs again. A bit weird. Two two games in a row. It paid off against Brighton. Um, so, you know, what can I say about that? But today it kind of felt like we had, we were growing into the game. We were starting to exert some control. We had momentum. And then as he sort of did, he, he just dumped a load of players off the bench. And it just seemed to be again that we were sort of swimming against the tide as soon as we did that. Saar, I cannot understand taking the lad off. He was one of the few players. I think Van der Ven and Romero were pretty decent today. I think they can sort of hold their heads up. And I think Saar was pretty brilliant. And I, I couldn't really understand the decision to take him off. Um, Basuma, I think, was all right as well. Maybe that's the point. He was just all right. But it was a bit, it was a bit all over the place. It was a bit all over the place. The the subs were I do just think they were they were strange. Everyone seemed a bit tired. Everything was a bit sloppy. Everything was a bit all over the place. And ah, it's just disappointing. It's a real kind of I, I had a feeling I did in the um in the pre match for Patreon, pre match pod I was saying that I think I think this could be I didn't want to say it was going to be a loss. I thought it was going to be 2-2. I thought we were going to equalise late on. And that would be kind of the story of it, that Spurs would get something from this, albeit late on, in a in a nutritional, boring game. The game kind of went in the way that I thought it was going to go. Wolves are... They seem to go up a, a notch when they play against us. And Gary O'Neill drills his teams well. He's a sort of... He's a bit of a... Tricky customer. I cannot stand the fella, to be honest with you. Um, and Wolves came in, to be fair, they implemented their game plan and they they didn't give us a sniff. They didn't give us a sniff, really. And they were good They were good value for the win. You know, I can't, I, I can't come away from this and be like, you know, I think they play the dark arts very well. I think the ref bought pretty much everything that they were selling. That's, but that's a minor grumble, really. I don't think I can say that Wolves weren't worthy winners today. And those are always the hardest. This is the one, these are the ones where I always end up feeling most deflated. 
if you know what I mean. Like I've kind of come out of this one being feeling just a bit like, oh, you know, that's just that's annoying. That's a that's a it's a it's a frustrating one because I'm I'm annoyed with I'm annoyed with us. I'm annoyed that look, you know, Wolves are a decent enough team, right? You can't just expect to smash Wolves. You can't expect to have them show up and we just kind of do whatever we want to do against them. Um, but, you know, it's frustrating. We, I mean, I say that. The, the thing is, I say that. I still think we're a team that sh- we, should be, we should be beating Wolves at home. We should be. And... <sighs> It's just frustrating. I'm, I know I'm, I'm not making, I'm not saying anything that's particularly that insightful at the moment. It's just, it's a frustrating one. It's a frustrating one. I'm trying to sort of wrap my head around. Um, I think we've got, look, the thing is, we've got to bear in mind, I'm not, I know I've had a sort of a little pop at Ange there. And I think that's fair enough. I think, you know, the fella needs to hold his hands up a little bit. I think the subs are, I think they're getting increasingly bizarre. I, I didn't really get it today. I didn't really get the timing of them. Um, I didn't get the the quantity of them, uh, you know. I, I just that was that was what was a bit off for me. Um, look, I do think we got to kind of look at this season because I'm, I'm not down in the dumps about it. I'm not down in the dumps about Spurs. I'm not down in the dumps about this season. I think Spurs are still we're a good side. We're getting better. Well, we're not getting better. <laughs> we're not getting better, but. We're getting. My point was, we're getting better from what we were the past few years, relative to this season. No, we're probably on a bit of a decline actually from where the season started. But injuries have piled up. Fatigue is starting to pile up, probably a bit. Um, we have added a few new players into the mix. People probably need to get to grips with what one another are doing. But that doesn't mean we still can't be sort of critical of of games like today the way things are going because I don't think it was particularly fantastic at all I don't think anyone's really here saying that Spurs were brilliant today I think Wolves were pretty good really actually Um, that might be one of those things that's kind of maybe not giving them their full credit because I think Wolves were actually really good Um, I just think we helped them a bit because we were really not good um oof. look we've got a few um spurs simpson says looking dashing today jack <laughs> thank you you know flattery flattery will get you everywhere grant echo sonic hi jack what a thoroughly depressing day yeah it just is isn't it also i think arsenal i, I stopped looking at about four nil we're smashing Burnley to pieces. We've lost. It's crap. You know, it is a bit depressing, isn't it? Matt Robinson, that was disgusting. Yeah, it, it was quite disgusting, wasn't it? It was a boring game, an attritional game. Wolves sucked the life out of it and they countered us pretty superbly. They were just, they were really good. They were annoyingly good. Um, PG, hello lads. Too few ball carriers. Saw the only one today. Yeah, yeah. Decky's probably what one of our other ball carriers. I think you probably got to say. But was he at the races today? Not really. He scored a brilliant goal. Brilliant goal. Got to give him that. But um, 
Hacker says, fuming. Yeah, with you there, mate. Juice Nuts says, sloppy passing, too predictable. Teams know to low block and hit us on the break. We are one-dimensional. Are we? Are we? I, I, do you know what I mean? At the moment, I'm... Are we one-dimensional? It's something to ponder. I, I, to be honest, it's not something I really sort of thought yet. There's there's a little bit of me that I say in the kind of heat of the moment to like my mates on WhatsApp. I'm like, have we been found out a bit? Has Angie's kind of thing been figured out? And like I say, that's heat of the moment. That's when I'm pissed off in the game and I'm like just WhatsApping someone, you know, demon brain stuff. When your kind of mind's in that space and you're just fucked off because you've watched us squander another passage of play or something like that, right? And I don't know. I don't know. Because like I say, there are many factors to to take into consideration. Fatigue. And himself is saying we're sort of, you know, we're in the early parts of this this project. Um, We're not where we want to be yet. We don't have the squad that we need yet. So... Maybe. I don't know. Um, Phil Mayo says, Decky might not be a starter in this team anymore. Doesn't seem like a fit winger for Ange Ball and isn't better than Sar or Madison in the midfield. It's an interesting one, Phil. It's an interesting one. I, I, I'm a huge, huge fan of, of Decky. Um, real big fan of his. I think he's... I think he's a magnificent player. I do. Um, I, I was sort of saying during the game, I tweeted out just, and it was just, this isn't a conclusion. It's just a thought at the moment that I'm not entirely sure that Madison and Kulisevsky work together. Maybe one of those two in the middle with two fast lads either side, Werner and Sonny, Johnson and Sonny, Johnson and Werner, Sonny up top, maybe. Because there's another point to this in terms of with Richarlison, who has been in a in a, been in a sort of you know grand scoring streak at the moment, and I've had to take my hat off to that. But I still, you know, I haven't kind of revised my opinion on whether or not I'm entirely convinced he's the right player for his going forwards. And games like today, on the basis of that, I'm I'm less sure. But 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 back to sort of Kulisevsky. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because we've seen him, when Madison's been out, start a lot of games and be very influential and be pretty magnificent, carrying the team at times. So it feels a bit harsh, especially when Madison, dare I say it, I'm just saying, since Madison has come back into the fold, hasn't been astonishingly good. And that's that's hard. I'm not. The thing is, it's not. It's not a slight on Madison's ability. I know Madison's kind of ceiling is way up here, but he doesn't look fully fit. He doesn't look match sharp at all. You know, he doesn't look like he's quite up to the sort of levels he was at the start of the season. And that will come. You know, he's been on a long injury um, layoff and all that type of thing. So that's fine. But maybe he needs a few more appearances off the bench to make an impact. We kind of rushed. Bentenker back and Bentenker rushed himself back you know that's part of what he wanted to do and now obviously we've realized he needs a bit more time he's dropped him back onto the bench he spoke about him pre-match um Ange did spoke about him pre-match saying that he's not going to limit Bentenker he's not going to tell him 
what he should or shouldn't be doing because he knows what the guy's attitude is. He knows what his drive is. Um, but it's, it seemed to be that he was intimating that he doesn't feel that he's quite 100% yet. And I don't think that, you know, I think everybody's seen that for themselves. But I don't, I, you know, I'm not 100% sure Madison is either. Um, and he still does some amazing things. We saw his uh, his little kind of his footwork for Richarlison's second goal. Yeah, for this second goal against Everton. Um was amazing. So, you know, we know what Madison's capable of and that's it's not a it's not a, a dig at him, but all I'm saying is is right now I don't know if he is if we're talking about is Decky does he is he a definite starter right now? Is Mad should is Madison should Madison be a definite starter right now either? I don't know. I don't know. Um We'll see. Um, Stephen King. Ah, interesting. Um, Question, honest question. Are we going to see a full 90 minutes of Ange Ball this season? Maybe towards the end. I think think we'll still have a couple of good games. I do. I've got a sort of feeling that Anfield away, we might be all right. Um, I don't know. It's hard to know, isn't it? It's hard to know. It's just, it's a bit... It's a bit of a funny one. Juice Nuts says, we can't say this wasn't coming. We've been skirting this type of play for a long while. Yeah, we have. We have. And I think Wolves, and this is where I kind of, where I would give Wolves their credit. How I was saying, how much of this is down to Spurs and how much of this is Wolves playing really well. And I, I do think it's somewhere in the middle in that, like you point out there, mate, that we haven't been playing that well for the past few games. And Wolves have capitalised capitalized on that. Um, we know that Gary O'Neill. I don't know if you if you saw it. I think it's when he was was he in charge of Bournemouth or someone? No, it was no. I think it was still when he was in charge of Wolves. But he was talking about beating Bournemouth, and he went on Monday Night Football and completely sort of mugged off. Basically, um, Iriola is the Bournemouth manager in it. Mugged off his tactics and was saying like, "Look, this is this is what I got the boys to focus on. This is how I knew we could exploit them." So he's clearly a guy, and I know all managers do that. I know this is not not anything revelatory, but what I'm saying is, Gary O'Neill, I think like he's definitely a manager that <sighs> Ange goes into games right, wanting to play the way he wants to play. We know this, right? He said this himself on many occasions. This is always this is all this is going to be the way that we play under Ange Postacoglu, and. Like it or lump it. I do feel like a manager like Gary O'Neill, just, and I'm just basing this on like this one sort of Monday night football thing, but I do feel like managers who are, with all due respect to Wolves, who have just come to our place and beaten us, who have beaten us twice this season. So, you know, but with all due respect to them, a team who is a bit lower down on the pecking order than us, maybe sometimes needs to be a bit more reactive game by game to what their opposition is doing. Um... And maybe that does put us at something of a disadvantage. Maybe when we are, we're a team that are at a level that are, you know, we're a big team. Manchester City, I'm sure, right? Like any top team do, I'm sure Pep Guardiola will note quirks in his opposition that they can exploit, right? He hasn't become as successful as he has done by, by not doing that. And I'm sure we do that as well. But my point is, when you're kind of at that top level, like Manchester City are, like Liverpool are, probably like Arsenal are. It's much more about a focus on your own game plan. 
of taking your game plan to the opposition and doing what you do best and beating them the way you want to beat them. Not, let's turn their system against them, like maybe like Wolves have done to Tottenham today, have seen how exposed we leave ourselves. They've hit us on the counter, they've cut through us several times pretty easily on the counter-attack today. And, you know, I'm not really entirely sure what we are supposed to have... I'm not entirely sure what we were kind of doing to stop them from doing that. And that's my sort of concern with Ange a bit, a little bit, is that while we are in this place where we are still a top team, but when I'm talking about pecking orders... And I'm talking about Pep Guardiola, I'm talking about Manchester City up there, right? When Spurs aren't quite up there, and I know, you know, if you build it, they will come. Be the change that you want to see. I do get that. I do get that. But when, like Angie's doing, noting that we maybe don't have the squad yet to play the game in exactly the way he wants us to play. Is it maybe slightly foolhardy to go into every single game thinking that we can just play as expansively, play as openly as we can? I'll be brutally honest with you. I enjoy the fruits of playing this way. I do. Personally speaking. Because, see, my point here is I'm not suggesting, I'm not advocating for Spurs to play more defensively. I enjoy the way Tottenham play. I'm having more fun this season than I've had watching Spurs in many years now. When it pays off, when we win games like today, I couldn't care less, really, <clears throat> how many times the opposition have cut through us or whatever. So, I'm willing to accept that there are games like today. The only thing I'm doing is just kind of I'm exploring the idea that when we don't have, for example, two of our best players, two players integral to this system in Destiny Adoggi and Pedro Porro, playing as openly and as expansively as we did when we've got Ben Davis and Emerson Royale there who aren't as, just for a start, aren't as physically capable bombing up and down the pitch as Poro and a doggy why are we trying to play the same way why are we trying to play the same way with players that aren't fit for that purpose I don't know you know um, Phil Mayo says Gomez their goal story clearly stamped on Son um, I didn't see that I didn't see that <clears throat> Jask says, need a sleek, nimble player that can dribble through the center of the pack like that instead of passing it around outside of their box. Yeah, maybe. Um, Mikey Crummy says, Richie's first touch was loose today. Son did very little. Adam Royal Davis and Basuma giving the ball away. I'm not sure how to overcome that. Um, yeah. Fair points. I think Richarlison was particularly bad today. Um, I would say. Brian Park. 
I don't get why we keep putting our lethal goal scorer as far away from the goal as possible. Son is wasted on the wing and it's not like he's a particularly good dribbler anyway. Baffling. Um, no, he's he's not. I don't think he's particularly bad because when you say he's not particularly good, it makes it sound like he's bad. I don't think he's a bad dribbler. Um, he's not the best. He's good when he's got space to run into, as we've seen, you know, the the Burnley win, you know, the Puskas award winning goal. Oh, that's what I was searching for, the word. Puskas. Um, Frenic Puskas, isn't it? Um... When he's got space to run into, he's great. But yeah, he is one of our best goal scorers, and especially days like today. I just, I think, I guess it's hard because Richarlison's been in such a good vein of form, scoring wise. That it's going to be quite hard to drop him, isn't it? It's going to be quite hard to drop him from that position, and he's not suited to playing out wide at all. Um, but really, Sonny up top, Werner on his left. Kulisevsky or Johnson on his right, Madison behind. That it feels feels a bit, you know. Chunky Chef says Richie's had his purple patch. Time to put Sun up top again. Maybe. Um, feels a bit harsh, doesn't it? Um, K9 McGurn says. Basuma gave all gave the ball away and then ball watch tracking back instead of marking Shao Gomez. He's coming back though, and he's coming back from kind of you know African Cup of Nations, getting back into the full flow of things. He'd been suspended a bit before then. I don't know. Um, Benedict Fox is also on the anti bis thing, saying everyone's killing me for saying bis. Oh no, sorry, he's the other way around. Um, everyone's killing me for saying bis was great, mopping up. And looks good against some mistakes, sure. Um, am I wrong? I'll, I'll be honest, Benedict Fox. I'm kind of with you, mate. I'm kind of with you. I I think... Bis- I sort of said it at the top and I was kind of second-guessing myself. But I thought Biss was all right today. I did. Um, you know? I don't know. Um... 12 Hoops says, Wolves are the better team. Thoughts on signing Neto? I think he was incredible. Do you? Interesting. I didn't think he was incredible. I'm not going to lie. Um, I thought he was good, but I'll be I'll be brutally honest. I didn't look at Neto today and think, that guy steps into our team and makes us way better. You know? That's, that's kind of my thoughts on it. Um... PG says, um, I'm just a bit concerned that this approach seems to rely on whether or not our opposition take their chances. Yeah, mate, that's that's actually a really good point. <laughs> um, we do, yeah, we do allow our opposition to have a fair crack of the whip. Um, because it's, isn't it? it's not just about whether or not they take their chances. It's that we have to be absolutely clinical up top. And I know he has been in good form, but I'm not sure that we've got that with Richarlison up top. I feel much more comfortable with Sonny up there. Um, Chris Peters says Biss was at fault for the second goal. Should have been following Gomez. Yeah, maybe. Um Idris Jaffery says, if Xavi Alonso was there for the taking, would you get rid of Ange? No, I wouldn't, mate. I wouldn't. Um, you know, Xavi Alonso may or may not be fantastic. He's obviously doing a very good job with Leverkusen, but, you know, no. I think 
let someone else take that risk let Liverpool take that risk and if it works out for them fantastic but I don't I don't look at Javi Alonso and think god this is a must-have it's a step up from Ange right now and maybe maybe time will prove me to look very silly but do you know what I mean right now at this point in time you know I'm I'm not I don't really you know who do who do you take instead of Ange like Pep Guardiola do you know what I mean but like it's just it, uh, we don't need to overhaul the side again or anything like that. And I, I know I get that. I get that this is just a you know a what if type scenario. You're not actually definitely suggesting getting rid of Andrew or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Chris Peters says sixty nine watching, only five likes. It's a free hit, guys. Stroke that like button nicely. Cheers, Chris. Thank you, mate. Yeah, go on. Drop it a like. Get more, get a few more people. Look, you are you are sitting. You're sitting here watching it. All you have to do is click on the little like button. There you go. There's a couple more just from saying that. Um, you can get a few more people watching it if you do that, can't you? But yeah, nice one. Thank you, Chris, mate. Um, let's have a look. Wilson T says Royal and Davis so poor. They were a bit, weren't they? Ben, it was a, it was a difficult opportunity. A difficult opportunity for Ben Davis at the end. But let's be real. I know every single one of you watching this was shouting and screaming at him for putting that header about 15 yards wide. It was very difficult, but it was a lovely, it was a beautiful ball from Kulisevsky. And to shoot it, to hit it that far wide, it was just, come on, lad. What are you doing? What are you doing? Come on, please. Please. Um... Spurs Simpson says, I've not seen the game. Well then. Well then. Well then, young man. It's not your place to comment, is it? To 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 come in here policing me like you're spooky. Dear Mr. Levy, policing everyone else's opinions on everything. He says, I've not seen the game, but there can't be this much hang up. It's one game. We need better backups for our fullbacks and a striker. It will come. That feels like the rational take. And the thing is, as much I'm having a laugh with you there, mate, but the thing is sometimes when you haven't watched the game, when you don't have that kind of emotional irritance from everything that's just taken place, it is sometimes easier to make that kind of thing, which is, that sounds like a backhanded dig. It's not. My point is that when you don't, when you don't have that sort of emotional ball and like wires in your head, it is sometimes just a bit more obvious, isn't it, that... Our two of our best players are out, Porro and a doggy. What were we really expecting? We don't have adequate backup for them. This kind of stuff happens. We are still a work in progress. We do still need to add more players to this. It's just kind of how it's going to be, isn't it? Um, Snake says, why does Ange have to be perfect in his first season? We're not doing that badly so far. Yeah, agree. I agree. And the thing is, like, I don't, I don't, I don't think, well, I don't know, maybe you are saying this to me, Snake, or not, but... When I'm saying this, I'm not here being like, get rid of Ange. I'm really pissed off of him. It's just, you know, this is recorded straight after the game. This is a kind of game by game thing. I am overall massively positive about Ange Postacoglu. I'm massively positive about the impact he's had on this club, on this team, in his first season in such a short space of time. Um, We play some blistering football when it clicks, when it's, you know, when it is going well. We are brilliant. There are just some days like today when it is a little bit frustrating. That's all. 
that's all and this is just a sort of space to air that frustration do you know what i mean um 12 hoops says we're still going to finish in the top four wolves are one of our kryptonite teams um just like we are for man city yeah i kind of see that not going to worry too much wolves are a good team and have been robbed by var they are a good team they're not a great team i still think we probably should have won today not on the balance of today i'm talking about pre-game coming into this would i think that wolves at home is a winnable game for tottenham hotspur yes i do however no is what it is um Chunky Chef says, imagine questioning Ange and saying get rid so early into this project. Klopp finished eighth in this first season, get real. I don't I don't I know he's I don't I don't think if this is going back to sort of what um Idris was saying a minute ago, I I don't think he's I don't think he's doing that. I think it's just one of those, you know, do you get rid of do you take Harry Kane back for fifty mil or whatever? I you know, I think it's just, it's just it's just a thought starter, isn't it? I don't I, I don't think the lad's saying to get rid of him. Um <laughs> PG said I shouted for fuck's sake Ibia when Davis mit- missed the header so ignore me um, very good very good um, Wilson T says I think you're going easy on the team and on Ange Jacko you know maybe maybe I am I don't know but the, the funny thing is mate see you say that but then I have plenty of other people that will say that I'm too negative or I go too hard. I, I think I'm sort of, you know, I'm generally, I'm not fancy. I, I generally tend to veer towards positive. I always try to and feel like I have an optimistic lens on Spurs because ultimately I want Spurs to be a success and I don't want supporting football, which is supposed to be a fun thing, to be a chore. I don't want it to be a misery, right? Um, so... You know, I'm, ne- I'm, I'm not going to be that guy that's it's contrary to what some people say. I'm not going to be that guy that sits here and is like, fucking this, fucking Spurs, fucking that. Because um, I get to listen to that when I go and see my old man, <laughs> which I'm going to be doing shortly after this, actually. Um, so, you know, I'll tell you what, if my, I, if my dad was on Twitter, he would definitely be purple and gold, I reckon, 100%. Um that's a side one. Um, Paul Bates, hello, mate, um, says, we haven't played blistering football for a long time, a uh, long while. Yeah, we haven't really. Um, but bear in mind, mate, I'm just saying, we have had a lot of injuries. We've had a lot of players going off to various different international obligations and all that type of thing. So it's, you know, is what it is, isn't it? Um <clears throat> Matt Healing says, I do think Andrew's subs haven't been that convincing over the course of the season. Um, what value is Hoybier adding when we're trying to galvanise a comeback? Yeah, I agree. That, I think that is, that is the, the main... That's, and I said it earlier, the main place where I would criticise Ange is on the subs. I think the subs are... There's a lot of people with a lot to say today, actually. A lot of comments coming in. Um, so that's good. Thank you very much, everybody. It's, it's one of these games, isn't it? It's one of these games where people have a lot to say and people feel just annoyed and we want to sort of just get this stuff out. Um, but like I keep saying, I have no, I don't, I don't bear, I don't bear wolves. I mean, I bear wolves ill will outside of this game. I don't really like wolves. I don't really like that. They're one of these weird teams. South sea Southampton, another example of this, one of these weird teams that just sort of detest us. 
really want to like punish us every time they play us, right? But in this game in particular, they were the better team and they executed their game plan well. I don't. I'm not sat here thinking like fucking hell, like. We we hardly got any good calls or anything. They played the dark arts well. They like they mugged us off really well. <laughs> Hit us on the counter well. Contained us really well. They looked like the home team for a lot of it in many ways. Um, I don't know. Paul Bates says um, tempo and energy is the issue, not personnel. As we played some decent stuff when we had players out, Newcastle and Villa. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of fair. That's kind of fair. Um, I do look. I do think part of that. I do think part of the tempo and the energy comes with the fact that they're going to lose a, a, a sense of momentum, right? When there have been as many players in and out of the squad, and we don't have this kind of clear run as we've had, but. Then you could throw back to that, that they didn't have that at the start of the season. They all got kind of lumped in together and bang, the magic started happening, didn't it? I think the main thing for me is that really with Madison kind of not being fully fit and with Kulisevsky being pushed out to the wing again, we are lacking that spark. We're lacking that little creative element that Madison has in, in sort of in little patches we saw it like I say his footwork against Everton where you know it was a good job um but is he doing it consistently at the moment no but he has been injured for a long time that's that's sort of my you know my point again um Hacker says Tom Foynes has cursed this game since leaving London I don't think he's enjoying this (laughs) this fixture very much either um if my conversations with him are are you know Anything to go by. Um, the Mosh Zone. Rock on, mate. Um, says, I think we need to be more realistic as a fan base. Only seven months into a rebuild. If we hadn't have had such a blistering start to the year, I think we would have more balanced reactions to results. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we would. Um, I think we are kind of... It's a funny one because there is a, there's a lot all the time about like look the thing the thing with Spurs fans is it's either the narrative it's too easy to flip all the time either we're not a proper club you know you're Roy Keynes and you're Gary Neville's this is what I'm saying they will either say we're not a proper club we don't have these expectations we don't have these lofty standards of a Manchester United and all this type of thing and then when we do start getting annoyed after a few games what do Spurs expect what are they going on about who do they think they are you know it's catch twenty two. I do kind of feel that now, what with the stadium, what with the cost of going to the games, what with our kind of flirtation with the top of the table, Champions League final, all that type of thing, there is a level of expectation that's been set at the club now, which is only natural. I don't think this is some kind of, look at these Spurs fans doing this thing, typical Spurs. And I also just think, you know, our lack of winning anything for quite some time now, getting our hands on a trophy, has led to this, I hate to use this term, but I think it's true, desperate, a desperation, a a sense of clamouring for us to succeed by all means necessary. And when we can feel it slipping away from us again, 
people do get annoyed and people do get easily very wound up, very frustrated by what's going on, right? And it's, you know, I don't know. Maybe we have to be realistic, but I still don't think it hurts to expect a bit more, want a bit more. And that's just a natural consequence of a team that is getting better because we are only seven months into a rebuild. I do get that and I do I do agree with that on a certain level. But, you know, the toothpaste's out the tube, isn't it? And that's that's what people say now, isn't it? Uh, let's do the players. I'm going to do the players. Um, One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. players so um Giuliano Vicario good I mean he made that brilliant sort of save which ended up being offside didn't it when we were one nil down um really fantastic sort of reaction save from sort of you know very very close distance um there didn't seem to be as far as I could see much more of the bullying him in goal stuff from corners and everything like that even though Wolves did score from a corner. That's another corner we fucking conceded from. And probably, I haven't really even spoken about that. More probably needs to be said about that. But I will be brutally honest. The whole set pieces thing, that really kind of, I don't know, granular, tactical kind of look at the game is not, you know, you know that. You know, anyone that's watched this for a while now will know that's not my strength. And I, I can't sit here and really say why Spurs are conceding from so many corners. You know, I can't. Um, Ben Davis a uh, bit of a day to forget for him you know I'm often very complimentary of Ben Davis um, but having sort of a doggy back for a while and then losing him really kind of felt the limitations of Ben Davis today I think and as much as I, d- I don't I don't think he was particularly bad I don't think he was really particularly good at all um he was he was he wasn't even just sort of in the middle he was closer to bad i think today if i'm honest um a sort of day to forget for him i'm gonna do van der ven and romero together pardon um both decent today i think two they worked their socks off they were really sort of trying their hardest um to keep Wolves at bay. We did get the sort of cut through several times, but I think those guys are pretty resolute and they are, you know, they must be a pretty intimidating prospect to come, come up against, right? You know, seeing those two there, they are, they are fantastic. Protect them at all costs. That's all I've got to say. Emerson, I mean, guy's a trier. 
I loved him earlier on in the season when he came, you know, came into the fold to help us as best he could, and he he did a good job often playing centre back outside of his natural position. But he's one of those players that really, being brutally honest, it will be best if we move him along as soon as we can. Best better for his career to be playing somewhere that plays to his strengths a lot more. Um, and we have more adequate backup for Pedro Porro, really. Um, who takes Emerson Royale? God knows. What did he cost us? About 30 mil. Don't think we're going to get anywhere close to that. So that is generally going to be the stumbling block. Um, the prices we put on players trying to get rid of them. Um, Yves Basuma, he's been very Marmite today, hasn't he? I thought he was okay I didn't think he was you know at his best as we saw at the start of the season I thought he was okay today obviously partly at fault for Wolves's second goal um but I'm willing to give him a bit more time do you know what I mean that's very big of me in it very big oh um but I think I think he was I think he was okay today I, would, I would probably would like to see him and Saar start the next game again to, to get their momentum back. Pape Matassar, as PG said in here already, one of our only ball carriers, an effective ball carrier. Um, I thought he played really well until he got taken off somewhat inexplicably, I, I would say. Um, I think he plays the ball about nicely. I do think he has a metronomic value to to our play. He drops back. He does provide that outlet for the defence. Um, he provides that outlet ball for them, who you know he then carries ball up the pitch, transitions to play if you like, gets us on the front foot. I think he's I think he's a marvellous player, fantastic player, and it's a bit of a I don't know, it's a bit of a, a weird one with Ange how he keeps taking him off. I think that's that's one of my one of my small bugbears of Ange, I think, at the moment. I didn't. I. I just didn't. I didn't get it today. I didn't understand it. I. Di- I didn't understand taking him off. You know, didn't get it. Son Hyun Min, pretty quiet. Um, I don't really like him playing out wide, and like we sort of covered off already. You get it. You get. You get why it's happened because. Richarlison's been in great form, but maybe I'd, I'd chuck. I can't even remember who we've got next. Tottenham fixtures. Well, Chelsea, it was going to be Chelsea, wasn't it? And then postponed. So, next game, Saturday, the 2nd of March, Palace. Palace at home again. Um, yeah, I might like to see Sonny start up top there, put Richie back on the bench. But I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, probably starting this same way again. Dejan Kulusevski, um, not not bad, not great. Probably closer towards bad again. I think. Beautiful goal, lovely finish. Well made goal as well. Um, nice bit of skill. Finish from an acute angle. Lovely old toe poke. A nice kind of nineteen forties football style toe punt. Really, in it. Just needed the big long shorts going past his knees and maybe a flat cap on. Um, nice goal. I'm 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 got a lot of love for Kulisewski. 
right now I would maybe be putting him in the middle and but you know there's no point saying this because Madison isn't going to get dropped and maybe he shouldn't be dropped because if Madison does hit form then he's you know absolutely just amazing for us a wonderful wonderful player but on to James Madison just not 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 quite there yet not quite there I don't think um just doesn't have that same kind of cutting edge about him doesn't have that same sharpness and as I keep saying, that is to be expected from somebody coming back from injury. I get it, right? Fine. Um, <clears throat> Richardson, day to forget. Day to forget for him. Touch was off. Just not at it. Um, looked like he was getting frustrated. He did that one... Honestly, after about two minutes, though, he had that one lovely moment of skill where he managed to keep the ball in play dink the ball over the head of an opposition player, a Wolves player, and then I think he threaded it through for Kulisevsky, who almost made a goal. And like I say, this was after like two, three minutes or so. And then after that point, he just kind of shrunk again into the into the game. And I don't know. Wasn't wasn't great, was it? Um, Hoybier, not on for long, really, was he? Werner... Quiet, I think they kept him at bay. Wasn't really on for that long either. LaCelso, come on. Brennan Johnson, actually, <laughs> one of the few players that did kind of annoy me a bit when he came on, actually. Um, I don't, look, I, I can't be bothered to sort of go in on Johnson at the moment. Enough people are doing that. He's a new signing. He's a young player. What more needs to be said about that one, really? Um, he's not starting as many games now, is he? He is a work in progress. Uh, Rodrigo Bentancur. Was he a bit... Was he sort of caught out a bit towards the end? I feel like Wolves nearly got a third goal because he was sort of faffing a bit and got skinned and ended up on his ass outside the box. Um, he just sort of strikes me as a lad that He's not fully fit and now he's sort of trying a bit too hard. He's conscious of that. And I do think Ange Postacoglu's pre-match comments kind of hinted towards that a little bit as well. Um, but look, this is what it is. It's a day to forget for Spurs. Bad day in the office. These are going to happen. These are going to come. But, you know, the rest of this season does kind of feel like almost something of a bit of an experimental period, doesn't it? And People don't like that. People aren't going to like hearing that. Um, and I get it. We want success now. I, My personal opinion, we will finish in the top four. I do think we'll finish in the top four. I do think we'll have Champions League football. Um, so, cool. That's a success of sorts. Um, but there's a way to go. There's a way to go and Ange himself is saying that. So, it is what it is. But, Yes, thank you everybody who has tuned in. If you've tuned in on YouTube, TikTok over here on this side, or if you're listening after the game on the Rule the Roost pod, um, wherever you are, give it a like, leave a comment, subscribe, all that type of thing. Share it, you know, wherever you can. Share it afar, share it wide. Um, if you want to go one further, I do have a Patreon now, patreon.com slash Pods got you know sort of pretty much similar to this but before the game pre-match got a thursday bulletin pod that i do with phil um i've got monthly pods with jack gallagher football writer called the robbie Keane ultras where he's not a spurs fan but we just talk about everything going on outside of spurs i haven't done it for a while 
been a bit busy so it's fine but it's not dead it's not gone um but yeah patreon.com slash rtr pod but no worries no worries if not possible for you but please do just give it a like subscribe like and subscribe as they say um leave it a comment leave it a review shit day at the office and we don't have spurs for a couple of weeks now which is bloody annoying isn't it um and hopefully we don't go and see pochettino win a fucking cup with chelsea next weekend as well because that that really would not be very nice at all would it but until i see you again cheer up chin up up the spurs come on you spurs 